0: half radio plaza at life media
1: studios sidetracked with armstead and push brought to you by the second baptist bar grill your exorcism specialist
2: episode two are we going to call this the attack of gordyville or uh how do we want to phrase this charles i mean great feedback from our first show for those of you who listened and gave us some feedback i know we appreciate it as as always Get a hold of us at AP at sidetrackpolling.com. Another action-packed episode for you guys. Some good interviews already uh, lined up for you for this second episode. What's new with you today, Charles?
3: Not a whole lot. Just another day in the life of. Uh, thanks to Mark Osborne for the introduction and also to Nick Meyer, Life Media Studios, the, other, the man on the other side of the desk, helping us uh, get this out there to you guys. Yeah, it's been a it's been a busy week. Uh, starting off the first of the year, and here we go right off the uh, get go. Kentucky Invitational already in the books. Got a busy weekend coming. Wall to wall Gordyville. This show will be. We're also going to preview what's going on at uh, Murray, Kentucky, uh, and uh, some other brand new news. But uh, that's that's where uh, I see things
2: as we kick off week number two. Yep, gotta. Can't believe we're, what, two weeks into the new year. We've already got two hooks or one hook done, one underway. Just cannot believe we've come this far so quick. And a lot of iron that lined up uh, for pulls here in the future. But uh, the big one right now, let's kind of do a little recap of uh, the Kentucky Invitational.
3: Yeah, quick look down, uh, finals on Saturday night, uh, Brad Chamberlain, the barely getting by with your big winner in pro-stock four-wheel drive trucks in the 10-hot farm. It was uh, Nick Pickerall and the burning cash machine getting it done. In the light limited supers, a uh, uh, class that uh, you're going to get the opportunity to see a lot of here this weekend at Gordyville. Jamie Barger, and Haywire McCormick, the beautiful uh, gunmetal gray, I guess uh, we could call it getting the job done by a big margin in the final run over Tim Fox and Under the Influence. Uh, 85 Pro Farm, it was uh, Byron Ambergy and the Bad for Business Tracker in the lead. Super Mod 2-Wheel Drives, Jason Gibson in the Youngblood over Brian Messer in the Driller and Matt Kane in the Bipolar Gone Wild. And in the Super Farms, uh, we had Jimmy True, Logan's Toy, one that you identified last week. He was your, your uh, winner on Saturday night. And uh, Dylan Detweiler in the Mama's Complaint in the 2.6 diesel trucks, the winner there. Uh, by all accounts, decent run uh, pull. It was their fifth year for uh, TNT to uh, put on that event at Alltel Arena in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. They uh, uh, have had some constructive criticism on social media Last couple days, which ties in with with episode number one, that 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 could happen. And uh, they've taken it under
2: advisement, and they're working to get better for next year. Hey, that was my whole point on that rant last week is take the criticism and build from it. Glad to hear that they're going to do that. And that that the fans were actually giving them the feedback just instead of just complaining over social media and not actually directing it towards them. I'm kind of glad to hear that for the Kentucky Invitational's sake.
3: Yeah, a lot of the commentary I read really—it wasn't even so much fans. It was actually pullers, and they were complimentary. You know, thankful for for the venue, the opportunity to to have a place to run, and and certainly well deserved as such. And and they're you know the the group behind it. Yeah, they're willing to learn, and, and learn. Of course, that name TNT behind it, it. It's they're an experienced group. You know, learning the flow maybe of a of a new building. The you know, five years well, you know, what you shouldn't you have that figured out by now. Let me tell you we've been in the same building with one of our polls for nine of our 11 years and you always learn something new. So, you know, be fair. They've got some stuff to learn, but you know, they, they took it under advisement and certainly they'll consult with the guys behind NFMS and, and go forward.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, what do we got next on the docket? Uh, I know, uh, I guess you say a fellow family member of, uh, the TTPA, uh, Mr. Dave Sacra with the last minute wrenching Ford at a loss in his family, his father passing away. Uh, our condolences goes out to the Sacra family and uh, prayers to you guys. Sorry for your loss. And uh, yeah, definitely a, a blow after the holidays, but you know, it's what, what else can you say? Yeah. Thoughts and prayers with Dave and the, and the family
3: there. And uh, one of our pro street truck pullers, and, uh, you know, hates, I hate to hear that. And we talked about it last week. This sport is such a family. And so, if there's someone who deserves that shout out, that remembrance, please let us know about it. We're happy to pay that sort of a tribute on our show. Uh, drop us a line, AP, at sidetrackpolling.com Find us on Facebook, sidetrack with Armstead and Potion, and, and post it up there. Send us a private message, what have you. And, and we'll certainly highlight it and and on the flip side of that given that it's such a family if there's a new member of our family that we should know about somebody who's a polar who's who's had a baby and and we're 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 continuing tradition please let us know about that as
2: well We'll be more than happy to highlight that for you oh absolutely i mean nothing's more fun than seeing a newborn just a couple days a couple weeks uh old sitting out there with the earmuffs on uh enjoying polling for the first time getting that experience uh I know I enjoyed my boy being at the first poll he was at, which was one of the polls I promote, one of my main promoted polls, and uh, definitely cool. But, yes, get a hold of us, let us know. As always, give us feedback either on the Facebook page or via the website. We are looking to grow, and we are not going to complain social media is killing us. No, absolutely not. We That's how we reach you. We we target our audience very uh, very specifically, so. Well, I guess not much left on the docket. I guess there's a little pull going down in uh, Gifford, Illinois. He's getting started today. Just a small little rinky-dink thing called Gordyville, USA Winter Nationals. What a show that is! If you've never been, folks, you got
3: you owe it to yourself. Especially if you're tra- if you're a hardcore tractor fan, and even specifically within the genre, a diesel fan, you owe it to yourself to be there
2: oh absolutely uh it's kind of funny was poking around on pull off before the show and uh it was funny a guy going down there for the first time asking you know what should i be prepared for and they said you know number one thing bring plenty of beer money beer (laughs) and uh that is the truth i know uh yep charles and i definitely uh Helped support uh, Anheuser-Busch products uh, quite well last year down there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I felt fine on Sunday. Monday, on the other hand, was not pretty. Um, you know, it was kind of funny hearing what the, what they were listing. You know, mixing your hot dog to the delicious pork sandwiches that they have. You know, you got to pace yourself on them. I probably eat half a dozen a day myself.
3: We gotta be careful on our remembrances because other people might remember things as well. And that could be bad. Well,
2: we made fools ourselves in public, but definitely a cool pull. Even if you fools. don't want to just wait go. a minute, wait a minute. Fools? Yes, we're fools. That's that's,
3: that's putting it mildly. I, this terminology needs stiffer language. <laughs> However, the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas rules apply. Yep.
2: Um You know, even if you go down, you when you go down there, spend the money for the pit passes. That's where, to me, the show is actually at. With all the iron being lined up, parked inside before the pull starts, you're going to see everybody. It's not like a normal outdoor pull where you got guys lingering back in the pit area and you got a few guys up in the staging lanes. No, everybody's indoor, undercover. You can walk by every vehicle that's going to be competing in that session. And even watching uh, the people move the vehicles or pulling vehicles around inside that tight space, not a single tractor runs unless it's hooked up to an exhaust tube. And uh, definitely have it down to a science and really cool to watch. You know, just to uh, to give you a sense
3: of what Gordieville all about, on Saturday I posted on Facebook that if I won the Powerball, No matter how many times you like and shared my post, I would deny that I knew you. I've changed my policy. If I win tonight, beers at Gordyville are on the house.
2: Really? Yes. That's so kind of you. Wait, you're not going. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. If you need a beer, if you need
3: refreshment at Gordyville, it's on me. Oh, there we go. At least I, a... I can do. <laughs> I'll also be buying anything and everything in the pit area that's for sale. <laughs>
2: what, what if I be, need a beer now?
3: Walk to your fridge. <laughs> I, bu- I already bought those.
2: <laughs> but, you know, I mean, uh, with, what's cool, Gordyville is an indoor, very intimate setting. It's a big building, but it really doesn't feel like it. You no, know, it doesn't. And vendors everywhere, so you can see the latest and greatest in uh, parts, uh, what was it last year? The velocity stack with the golf ball dimpling. Just improving Fiber glass fi- piece, yeah. Fiber glass, improving fluid dynamics. Our first view of the Midas, uh, uh, cut your own tires, so to I'm speak. I'm still
3: waiting to see a set of those mounted up, other than what, you know, some pictures. I'll
2: want to see those run. You know, another one, and we. I know we haven't talked about them yet. Uh, Pete Pezzin at Cat Brothers have their booth out there. Definitely yep. got to give them a shout out great product if you want to do anything from antique to super farm pete's got what you need for uh hubs and that just awesome guy i know we've gotten to know him quite well through the great lakes classic out in shiawassee michigan uh great guy coming to us from kansas city missouri and uh also brian lively there on site we'll be talking with him a little later but Get Your Hook magazine. I know Sherry Schaefer was there last year with Heritage Iron and Oliver Heritage. And uh, just a lot of cool stuff going on down there. A lot of raffle prizes.
3: Uh, Hartz Diesel putting up, I think, a $5,000 voucher. Uh, Justin Stuckenschneider coming up with another great yeah 116th model uh, this year. It's the Minneapolis Molding Full Metal Jacket and the proceeds... Appropriately enough, given the name of the tractor, go to Wounded Warrior Project. Huge deal for him, too. So that's great to see
2: as well. The detail he puts into them models is absolutely amazing. And he was posting pictures of the first one he did for it. And even the first one just blew my mind He It did, but he's come a long way. he's come so so much farther with them.
3: Need not be present to win. Uh, If you want to buy tickets, go to the top of the forum at pulloff.com. You can find it there.
2: Yep, yep. Um Man. And
3: actually, uh, to go along with that, um, oh, name's escaping me now, uh, out of Wisconsin, uh, Don Slama offering up uh, matching funds. He will buy, if you win the model tractor, he will offer up, it's like a $1,000 or something or 1300 bucks.
2: You can take the cash or the tractor up to you that that is awesome great to hear that support our veterans the guys who've laid their lives online so that way we can go to events like that I know you and I Charles before every polling event we do we give a salute to the troops and uh, the family members too which are people I honestly will say are uh, kind of forgotten in the whole mix, you know not trying to sell anything short on the soldiers out there putting their lives on the line but the families at home you know dealing with the time loss of uh, their from their family members the thoughts in your head uh, what tomorrow might bring you know definitely a family effort there and glad to see uh, the pulling industry staying there supporting the troops So let's dive into this stuff now
3: uh, if you love smoke tractors boy this is the place to be this weekend it's the, the if you've never been there the facility is ostensibly, Uh, They they use it, I don't know, for rodeo horse shows, this, that, the other. They plow that uh, softer soil out of the way, up to the sides. They make the the end of the the track, the the sand pile there. And then they they tear up the dirt underneath. Everyone says this is a total power track because that dirt is buried for 360 days a year. And it, it takes a lot of power. If you're a smoker, boy, this is the place to find out what you've got.
2: Yeah, definitely saw a lot of guys surprise their first time out there, you know. A lot of smack talking in the pits that they got caught in wish gear. and uh, you, No one's better be behaved. You better not have your Superman cape on when you get there. No, you're on a short track to begin with, and the power is just unbelievable what that track will take and come back asking for more. Pete can sell some hubs at this place. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, Mr. Brooks knows that. (laughs) Yes, he does. You're announcing that class. So it'd be
3: interesting to see if he rolls in the building this year, him and his son with 24.5s on the back. I'm going to go
2: with no. (laughs) You never know. You know, the story with that, you know, last year Bill Brooks and the razzle-dazzle coming out Friday night, wasn't it?
3: Yes, Friday.
2: Friday afternoon, sorry. Afternoon, yeah. And uh, coming off the line, launching the tractor, and the right front tire or right rear tire decided i don't want to do this i'm not staying here i'm going home and completely left the tractor well they stripped the axles out or axle out, reweld the hub come back out saturday afternoon and the left tire goes i like your idea righty i'm gonna do the same thing and uh, talking with Bill afterwards, I uh, went up to their box and was talking with them. Those hubs had been welded on that tractor from its NATPA days, running Division Five 23 years ago.
3: Interesting,
2: I didn't know that. And both of them failed within 24 hours of each other. And well, his
3: yeah, well his his son David did the same trick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So you want to start right from the top here, Charles. If you want to see what we were talking about, go to whatsmokingpromotions Smoking Promotions or What's Smoking.net, uh, great website there, uh, give you a full rundown of who's signed up, who's running, uh, results from previous years. I believe they go back, what, 10, 15 years on results?
3: Uh, this is year number 11, I believe, for the event. And yeah, it's a cool website because it gives you a little bit of bio on everybody who is entered as of now that doesn't mean it's a final entry. I'm sure if you show up and pay your entry fee they're
2: going to let you hook. So we can start right off. And this is what's cool here is you've got everything from a pro stock super stock combo class all the way down to a 10,000 pound pro farm class. This year going down to a 5900 pound pro farm class that I'm going to get very intimate with here uh, on saturday afternoon uh no names jumping out there um definitely a, to me at least i don't know about you charles but uh definitely a cool class to see uh well first one i pulled up andrew uh, Vorwald there and a 560 farm also definitely some flavor in the mix um 1456, 1466s uh Something you'd see at your county fair, more or less, you know, uh, pea pump tractors, uh, kind of uh, ten thousand uh, hot stock gone mad type class. Yeah, so there's there's some things that certainly stick out in my
3: mind, and again, a fair number of the entry is tractors out of Missouri or Missouri, Illinois. Got me a hot farm. Got me a hot farm, out of Missouri. Uh, Illinois, Wisconsin, that we don't get... This is the good part about Gordyville. You want to see what's going on around the country and really put your fingers on the pulse of tractor pulling at the state regional level. You've got to go to this poll because you're going to see stuff you will not see anywhere else. So there, there's certainly classes that stick out to my mind. But there are some names that uh, jump off the entry sheet. Uh, as I scroll down through, I stop at 10,000 Pro Stock. Guess which name I'm looking at.
2: A uh, guy who hasn't been in the seat yet. You got it. But uh, tractor, I know you and I will hold near and dear in name. And uh, I had to be helped out of we the We cannot seat of talk it. about the issues you had after sitting in the seat of this tractor. Well, there's... There- Pat's got pictures. I did not need to know that. <laughs> oh dear God. Do we have a drop for that? In fact.
3: God. In fact, Pat genuine I I kind of and maybe nobody else does. I want to see
2: that and stuff. Oh my God. Mr. Greg Harmon hailing out of North Branch. Uh AW seven basically looks like a six fifty um McCormick Deering. Um preparation h version 3 uh name well known through the 90s early 2000s in the pro stock class uh being reincarnated in this new hypermax chassis rollout that is wicked mean nasty and just plain vicious
3: i know how screaming demon does it for you but for me it's always going to be about
2: preparation h and ooh, wow i love that thing once again we're going to edit that out because he's going to creep out some people but you all know, have Yeah, <laughs> well, you just get used to the idea. <laughs> I know uh Tom's been Tom his dad long-time polar. I do believe a Louisville champion with the original or not the original the second version. I know the original will always hold a spot in your heart. Um the written uh, I'm, I'm never mind. Yep. It's still out there and I love it. But uh, Greg Harmon in the seat. As far as we know, if I haven't had a chance to get a hold of them, I'm sure they're probably on their way down to Gordyville right now. God, I hope so. I really want to see that thing go in anger against some of the best in the country and show what they can do. Yep. uh, Tractor getting its uh, debut full-out run down in Chelsea, Michigan uh back in the end of this august beginning of september yeah, end of august tom liked to drive it right through a fence yep went right out the gate literally they had a gate open and he decided to park in between it so uh definitely a great entry to look forward to their brand new tractor on the series really couple deers yep 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 um joel kingan's
3: in there with full metal jacket that is the uh, uh Stux stucks uh, model model tractor
2: one that you have issues with. I love the looks of the tractor. But unfortunately, it's not a 504. It's not an 800. No, it's a 619 John freaking deer. It's blasphemy. Anyway, I have Van Gendron's <laughs> 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 Yeah, so I'm just going to her- bring up Bryce and Calvin Van Gendron with their deers coming out. Definitely going to be some tough bullets to fend off there. Mike Connie with a tough deer, uh, Philip Parrish, nice case IH in there. Uh, Randy uh, Barrow coming out with, uh, I'm sure I saw, coming out with both his deers, tool time. I do believe I saw a picture of him running uh, tool time and tool times too. Yes. Uh, I believe we saw a video from Mr. Brian Lively, I believe, of that one making a pass. Yeah, and we'll be touching base with him shortly on uh, a recap on test sessions tonight. So definitely some tough guns. Uh, coming out to run the Pro Stock class, probably one of the coolest classes to hear indoors, that whoop, 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 whoop sound as they start building that boost. Boy, does that sound just, you close your eyes and just listen. Yep, it's a beautiful, beautiful sound. Uh, next class, I got up 11,000 Pro Farm, another one not too familiar with. Um, Just by the looks of it, kind of reminds me of a class we're more familiar with, the 12,000 open class that thumb tractor pullers run. Uh, similar setups is what we're seeing there. Uh, quite a bit of entries in the class. Looking to be, what, about 15 in that class? Yeah, and,
3: and that style of pulling, for whatever reason, and you know, here we go with sidetracked, it has never, ever taken off within the state of Michigan. It's, it's just a, a particular thing. We've never seen a 3,000 RPM or any of that sort of thing really live here. Um don't I I can't put my finger on a reason why. It just it just doesn't. Uh it works great. Doesn't seem to work in Ohio so much, uh but well, it works we,
2: Ohio's different, you know.
3: Hey, if if I hit Powerball tonight, I'm telling you there's only two places in the world I'm moving, Columbus, Ohio or Brownsburg, Indiana to be closer to more pulling. But
2: anyway, uh I was thinking Richland Center, Wisconsin, but that's me.
3: That'd be third choice. But it works in Indiana and, and states west, uh, Illinois, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, it's big, Iowa, what have you. Um, cool class. Just doesn't seem to really exist around here. I, I can't put my finger on why.
2: No, we got a 12,000 po- Oh, excuse me, 11.5, uh, king of the hill. King of the hill. Looks like same guy stepping up adding 500 pounds from the pro farm class. Uh, I guess I should have done my homework, done a little more reading on the rules, but there's so many classes they run down there that are at a regional level. It's very difficult to try to get studied up on all of them. You know, it's, I guess I need to put in more work here on it. Study. Yep. 12,000 pound farm stock. Uh, a lot of the same names, uh, looks to be uh, similar tractors. Um, once again, a Missouri hot farm class, um, Halt farm. Yep, it's a halt farm. Um, I'm not, we're not making fun of you guys. You guys are awesome. We we got to meet you all down there oh, last I, year. That was the awesome. best part about Gordyville. <laughs> is awesome. the people I got to meet from Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, still in contact with them? Um, you know, a couple of them getting to hold of me. Hey, you going to be down there again this year? just kind of really cool to get to know people you guys really are you have a great time you have fun with it I love it it's it's cool to meet you guys uh next class uh, This is a boring class we really want to talk about this one skip it <laughs> <laughs> who, who the heck are these people Adam Spiegelberg uh, John Anderson Larry Wright I mean who who what what are these people you know Barber. Who,
3: who are you? Who are you, Brad Paul? I don't. I don't even know you.
2: You know, 62.50 light limited <laughs> super stock, or they're just calling it limited super stock. But everywhere else, known they're... as light limited super stock. Uh, they... A lot of entries on the list there. Uh, I know I'm seeing a couple names I wish I could see on there. But uh, Dave
3: Mickelson in there too.
2: Yep, some uh, big bullets coming out. You know what? In in this class, boy. It, there were
3: two tractors last year that really got my attention. One of them isn't there this year. And we'll talk at the bottom when we get to that entry about yeah, him. Yeah, I
2: noticed there's only two names in that. Uh. But the other
3: is one of the Spiegelberg, well, both Spiegelberg tractors, quite honestly. The Massey Ferguson was there. It didn't pull. It was so new. they weren't. It wasn't done. It wasn't ready. Very nice piece. But Jordan's the detonator. It wasn't lettered up still all you know carbonator is running Adams in the seat yeah just all carbon fiber bodywork i we've seen carbon fiber bits and pieces over the years fenders here injector hats there but to be completely shod in carbon fiber just i loved it, it to, that somebody went there granted it's supposed to be a limited class and and there's there's a the intent is the cost cap on it but that somebody went there just loved it so definitely uh kind of for, a jekyll and hyde tracker
2: too and on the right night it kills everybody on the
3: wrong night and can't get out of its own way yeah
2: looking forward to seeing mr larry wright with uh, american beauty uh case 1170 coming out of Richmond, Kentucky. Got to see him uh this year in Armada winning the second session. Yep. Um on smoke too, not alcohol. Yep, on smoke. Uh, cool tractor, very cool tractor. I know we'll be talking more about that one as we get closer to uh seeing Armada this coming season. Uh Brad Powell in there with a twelve
3: oh six cut loose uh, yep. that tractor for sale. So if you win the Powerball, buy it
2: for me. All right, we'll share driving duties, that's fine. John Anderson coming out with the Deutzes again this year. A little angry. Uh ooh, not, red one covered in red. Uh seeing Anderson's on there a few times, you know. Um and and you'll hear you'll hear in our talk with Ed shoebridge he references that one. Yes. Yes, he does. Um keep moving on here. We can spend all day on light limited supers, but we just can't do it. A class that I'm going to get very up close and personal with. And it's an interesting class in Gordyville because it's uh, one class as far as in the schedule. But it's really three classes in one. The 6,500-pound pro field class, the 6,500-pound naturally aspirated super stock, and the 6,500 small and big block V8 hot rod class. Uh, only seeing two NA tractors in the books right now signed up. And I really don't think we're going to see any more come out in that class. Uh, the book Brooks boys out there, David and Bill I believe David is Bill's uh, nephew. Um, what else? Josh Van Horn coming up from Missouri or, uh, Ohio with his, uh, central Ohio tractor pulling Association V8 hot rod, a, uh, Mass or excuse me, not a Massey co-op CK 40, um, not co-op cock shit. I can't even get my brands straight right now. This is not going to be good. Um, seeing a lot of entries coming out of uh, Missouri with their uh, mid Missouri's uh, pro field class uh, Moline's John Deere's IH's. I know I see they do have some Fords running with them, not seeing them in uh, the lineup here today um i'm gonna say and this is probably the one class where
3: maybe i want to take uh, clint tucker to task just a little bit in terms of what he's done with it i really really liked this class when it was purely what i would call naturally aspirated super stock you know it was the big inch high revving and molines and farmalls and cases and You know, the Tim Beisers and the Adam Cams, Ed Shoebridge, you know, that that Ron Shipman, that type of a thing. And it's gone more towards the whistles and stuff and lost a little something for me.
2: Yep, but uh, this is a class I'm getting my big opportunity on. So uh, definitely going to, I believe we're going to, Have to touch on this class a little bit with uh, Mr. Lively when we get him on there. Certainly. I know he was, I believe he was instrumental in getting that pro field class. Started a limited cubes, limited RPM, limited turbo class. So uh, definitely very interesting. I know one entry stood out to me quite heavily. A D21 getting down to 6,500 pounds. I can't wait to see that one back in the pits and see what's left of that carcass. Well, there are
3: there are some that are even lighter than that, though not by much. But uh, that that light out of a D twenty one that is quite impressive, especially because
2: by rule, in your wheelhouse on egg chassis. Yep, yep, on egg chassis. Got some questions on how that one's going, but we'll uh, we'll get that figured out here in a little bit. Uh, classic super stock class. Uh, no names really sticking out too much other than David Spillman. Um, oh, that's just name recognition. No, I've actually uh, <laughs> watched videos of this tractor. Very mean John Deere, 4520, running with uh, Central Ohio Tractor Pulling Association. Um, really, really nice looking deer. And that's coming from a red guy, very vicious. Um, John Jones is... From Also from Freeport, Ohio, down same area around Central Ohio uh, for IH 856. Now a class I know you like, Charles. Love me some light pro. Uh, no real names jumping out to me, but I'm not a real light pro stock fan. I know you are. So some of these main names might jump out to you. Boy, it's
3: anybody's game in this class. I really believe that, especially on a short track. Uh, it's really going to be about managing the the launch and, and making sure you're not only in the right gear, but that you can spool that charger up, you know, 540 cubic inch class and, and driving a big, big turbo. You're really going to have to be gentle with it coming up out of the hole. And whoever can manage it best is probably going to be the winner. It really
2: is anybody's game on this short, tight track yep getting onto a class I like a little bit more. the limited pro stock. I don't know why I prefer them. I guess just kind of the four point one number uh kind of gets to me and plus uh cool tractor, I think everybody knows at least on the social media world if you follow beer money pulling, you know about the remedy and uh its newest incarnation has a four point one uh Super stock, gonna be down there. Saw pitchers, they're down there currently. Um, another name stop pops out. Adrian Cox, long time puller. Um, NATPA background for him, uh, long pulling background for him. Uh, coming with the uh, Chiefs hooker. Wild thing was the 60 series, right? Yes, it had that pro stock hood scoop on it. Yep, yep. Um, Lots of names there. Uh, seeing what's kind of happened with that class is an east-west of it, stri- you know, separation on it, and kind of Michigan being a middle ground with it just non-existent at all. You know, no, no real pro stock left in this area. We're super farm territory up yep. here. We just are. Well, one popped out to me: Cole Forrester, uh, Super Blue uh, TW fifteen. So, uh, Forrester uh, performance, uh, definitely where you want to go for Ford parts. uh, They're going to be represented out there. So, uh, definitely another class to look at. Man, this list just keeps on going, doesn't it?
3: It it, it absolutely does. Uh,
2: 9,000 limited pro stock, another class just not as familiar with. Um, A lot of guys jumping up. 9,000-pound Super Farm. Um, Seeing guys jumping up into that one. That one's kind of a combo class. You get a
3: little bit of everything mixed in there.
2: Then we can get to uh, Super Farm, something we should know a little bit about. A lot about NFMS rules. Yep. Um, Rob Trowbridge, name jumps out to us, just local boy, so to speak. Just a short four-hour drive away on the other side of the state. Yeah, some other Michigan drivers in there: Stan
3: Warda, Steve Marsh. Yep. A, a tractor that has been
2: tuned—it's Michigan tuned. He basically lives in Michigan now. If you've been following him, we might as well pound up a mailbox for him. Yeah, I think he's got a place in uh, his own bedroom in Ryan's house now. Uh, Mr. Brian Deck with a prepper or not preparation H. Oh, he's gonna kill me for that one. Well, it's. <laughs> family they're cousins yeah. not not the family but the tractor tractor's cousins but uh one bad apple oba uh tractor hailing originally right out of romeo michigan here now living out in nebraska my hometown every once in a while it's out in nebraska but uh spends a lot of time back here in michigan it seems every time we turn around lately and tractors a boomerang man it's got to come back home yep uh Brian, uh, your 2015 uh, Bowling Green point or ring champion this year. It's all because of the pit help he had. Yeah, right? that guy was great. He was awesome. Did yeah. everything he was told. Uh, he he didn't even drink beer. What? Till after he is done. No. Yeah, it a was, liar. I I know the guy fairly well. I did, I, I don't know anybody who fits that description. It was really, really difficult not to, but. Was was Uncle Larry all over you about that? No, I didn't even get to talk to Uncle Larry. I was disappointed. Oh, okay. Something about a big super national poll didn't have time to come talk to me. I don't know. We were going to get into a discussion about component chassis, and uh, he just wasn't available. Can't imagine what he was busy doing. All I know is he was standing around the track, you know. Big stuffing, like he always does. <laughs> One day, maybe we'll be big enough. Uncle Larry will actually listen to this, and uh... he's not
3: gonna have a choice because I'm gonna invite him to listen. He's gonna be a guest. That's just gonna happen.
2: Ooh. I think our sound engineer's falling asleep. He looks completely lost right now.
1: No, I'm just comfy.
3: Uncle <laughs> Uncle Larry will wake you up because the
2: guy's hilarious. He's awesome. Oh, I will, like you said, I will buy all the beer and firewood required. <laughs> I Yes, the, the best part about Uncle Larry
3: is the stuff we can't talk about on Mike. I, oh. You drank a lot. Yeah, yeah, well, we really need to feed him some, uh, I don't know what his preferred ammo is, but uh, lots of bullets and, and silver bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I think we're... Uh, But anyway, getting down to the bottom, the the other tractor we alluded to that uh, was a big story in 2015, notably absent for 2016, Travis Schleybach, the Bone Twister. Yeah. In that uh, diesel Superstock Invitational. Uh, We're going to get Braden Schrammick and the Youngblood, uh, David Anderson, Henry Everman, Jeff Demers, Kent Payne, and Tyler Beckman, the only ones on the list. And there was some discussion on some of the boards here within the last week or so about what to do with this class, what's it going to take. Class sponsored by pulloff.com, uh, Jake and Dick Morgan. And I really think that the stumbling block is NTPA doing the the, the Cloverdale poll next week. A uh, lot of the concentration going there.
2: Is that why you think we're not seeing Travis there? Because he was, yeah. let's face it, hands down, on fire last year on the winter circuit, winning Cloverdale, winning Gordieville, and then coming in winning the National Farm Machinery Show in Louisville. I mean, a three-hook three, three hook sweep of the major polls in the winter.
3: Yeah, Go, going off the top of my head, and then we're jumping ahead a week here talking about Cloverdale, but uh, Jeff Demers and the Schrammick Tractor, really the only double entrance for next, next week, uh, both ceramic machines will be there. Demers, uh, Esden Lane, Jim Shandorf, Travis Schleibach, of course, um, uh, uh, Graves, a whole bunch of guys are going to be at Cloverdale next week. So skipping uh,
2: Gordyville, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, definitely going to be some uh, exciting action. I hope I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> at least saturday afternoon anyway right right oh no i gotta behave saturday afternoon i just hope i'm uh, not too wounded from uh, the day before um yeah yeah this is gonna be fun i'm taking my dad for the first time down there this year because somebody got some wedding he's got to go to so he can't go to the pole Yada yada yada, you know. Yes, tor- indeedy. Desert bound I am. Yep, you're gonna go become Mormon, I know. Uh no. Yeah, you're going to Utah. It's y- all they have there is a big lake full of salt and Mormons. You know what? I wish that lake was not buried in so much
3: water because God would be going fast. Yeah. Somebody hasn't done their world land speed record history. Oh boy! I'll give you a tractor pulling tie-in. Oh, do
2: Art Arfins? I know about the Salt Flats. Okay, good. I anyway. don't live under a frickin' rock. I know about the Green Monster. I know about the friggin' Bonneville Salt Flats.
3: What is Art known for? What? 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 What's What's his most famous achievement
2: what was it six land speed records in a span of a year and There's, he went back and forth with one other guy and i cannot remember the name of the other car offhand right now and i should but he also piloted the green monster pulling tractor uh his son tim ran uh, his uh his uh turbine power dragster for years uh his daughter dusty running uh the Iron Lady, not Iron Lady, but Dragon Lady Lady, uh, uh, Modified Twin Turban. Craig Breed loves Spirit of America. All right. Yes, thank you.
3: So, there's a specific thing about our air fonts. We're going to turn this into... Let's let's have a little fun with this. Oh, okay. Your grand prize is nothing, but... Not even a beer? Not even that, because I can't mail it. Go to our Facebook page... After you listen to the show, pop quiz. Let's see who the heck is listening. Art Arfons is known for a specific thing that he has done on the Bonneville Salt Flats, a particular event that he survived, that no one else has been able to do. Put it on our Facebook page. We'll highlight you. Whoever gets first answer, you know
2: correct. what? I'll I'll even go this far. We've been talking about getting shirts made. When we get the first shirts made, we'll send you one. We will send deal. you one. Yeah, deal.
3: Put your size in. What 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 size shirt you need, and we'll send you one on us. It's 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 a particular type of automotive event, shall we say, that Art Arfons is. Uh, we, he's notorious for living through. You tell us what it is, and
2: we'll send you a shirt. Yep. So. uh, We'll leave off with that right now. We'll get back to more Gordyville talk here in a minute. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and uh, hopefully you're still listening when we come back. We'll be back with Ed Shoebridge in just a moment.
3: Have you been injured or think you've been injured? Contact the law offices of Dewey Screw em, and Howe. Auto accident, medical malpractice, slip and fall, dog bite, asbestos. Your boss is a jerk. Nothing worth reading in the paper? Some swamp gas bent the sun's rays and erased your mind? Sit down with our friendly professional staff for a free confidential consultation and cross-examination. Seriously, how can be downright mean? Let the law offices of Dewey, Screw and Howe decide who should pay and how much. It could even be you. No, it'll definitely be you. The Law Offices of Dewey, Screw him, and Howe. Call 888 or online at www.sidetrackpooling.com. That's 888 or www.sidetrackpooling.com. Dewey, Screw him, and Howe are not officially licensed attorneys and are obnoxious subsidiary of Sidetrack, LLC. No guarantees implied, not available in any areas. Lots of restrictions will apply. Celebrity voice impersonated. Paid for by Ricky Bobby for Congress. Welcome back to Sidetracked with Armstead and Poche. Our guest on the lines with us now is Mr. Ed Schubert from O'Reilly Township, Michigan. How are you doing this evening, Ed?
1: Good. How are you, Charles?
3: Doing just fine. And uh, I wanted to take a a quick minute and uh, give a little bit of history on you yourself and and your background in the sport of pulling. And I'll turn it over to you, sir.
1: God, that sounds like I'm old or something. Um, History, okay. Um, Pulling. Well I've probably been pulling for about thirty eight years. I believe that that started out at Armada, Michigan, where once a year I would pull in the six thousand farm class
3: good place to start
1: yeah and i started you you it or might not, have
3: been you might have been the first guy I ever saw do this
1: well <laughs> well, I don't know about that i I pulled with uh, actually coincidentally um Jeff and Dan Rapp, when they were very young boys, they had a 4,000 Super Utility Ford. Um, Bill Hahn, who had a 350 Utility tractor, who later became the fair president. But anyways, that was back in the day. My tractor was a 961, and um, I think the highest I ever got was third place with it. But every year I made mistakes, so every year I remembered and came back the next year and tried to do better. And I just went from there. Um, I'm guessing about 20 years ago, I decided um, with my son, Scott, um, that we were going to get a dedicated tractor. And I looked at a, actually I was, um, found information on a a Farmall 460 that was over in Ontario, Canada and I I passed. The, I was supposed to pass the for sale ad on to um, a gentleman in the Armada area that wanted to restore a 460, and I never gave him the ad. I followed up on it because it was a partial pulling tractor at the time, and uh, with the currency exchange being in our favor, we uh, went over, and uh, my son and I, we went over and purchased it, and well, with some, um, I think there were six tractors in the class, and we just wanted to see if the engine would endure the first year and um, just started from there. Um, at one point in time, I believe we really thought we had something when we were doing 120 horse in a 460, and um, when we ended up in selling that tractor three years ago, that tractor was putting out, Natural aspirated. It was putting out uh, 625 horse.
3: That is impressive. I mean, that, that thing. Uh, when you guys kind of, I guess, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong on the timeline of this. When you guys kind of really stepped over the edge with that with with the Holland harvester is probably 2000 2001 or so. Uh, you yeah. guys came up to uh, Owendale to one of the EMTPA poles and tested it. Scott did the drive in, and I told you that day I was so impressed with what you guys were doing and uh it it had i think i made the comment at the time and i still say this even today about the tractor that it it was the first tractor i'd ever heard that didn't sound like a tractor it was more like listen to a 60s era you know group seven big bore sports car than a puller
1: yeah it had a a very unique sound there's i i couldn't put my finger and tell you exactly what and why it made the sound it did um there could be a, an echo there with the plenum um, on the tractor. There was just a number of things. But it, it wasn't as simple as just building it. Actually, the idea um, to compete with that tractor, we got the idea down in southern part of Ohio, northern part of Kentucky, where we were we were watching guys with Oliver 88 with uh, the Waukesha engine. And they would take the diesel head and put spark plugs in it because of cross flow and um, they were just better heads and we thought, hey, if they could do that with a shaw has anyone ever done it with you know an international which in this case you know and of course back then you had to have the engine had to match the sheet metal or the the model of the tractor and the d two eighty two certainly did that so the D-282 is a cross-flow head, and we thought, well, okay, let's try it. So the first thing we did was looked at the head, sent it out, actually, in, in about three different directions, a segment of the head to see what kind of CFM we could get. And we've decided that if we couldn't get over 300 CFM at 600000 lift, that there was no use in doing this. It just wouldn't be competitive, and, and we've just defeated our purpose. So... Much to our surprise, we've got about 325 C.F.M. out of it, and that was that was the green light. Let's let's go and do it. And building it was probably two two and a half years. And there's a lot of there's a lot of efficiencies that were were built into that motor. Obviously, the sound of the motor was unique, and the other sound that was unique was people would swear we were running 8,000 RPMs, and and actually we <laughs> never were um we were we were running around 6700
3: wow Um, you you've got drew and i drooling on the countertop (laughs) and and we certainly want to engage you in a conversation about this on on maybe a later show go in some more detail on it
2: okay definitely get into the na stuff uh another time but i know holland harvester's now gone down to where it belongs so to speak
1: where richmond be- indiana and there's a class for it down there and i'm very happy the gentleman that bought it bobby rhodes i'm glad he bought it um because he has the ability to maintain it and keep up with it um series of tractors down there the class is a, it's a good running class down there and um, that that's where it's that today
3: so what does that bring you to the uh whistle tractor that you've got now in the shop
1: well, being that era of tractor and motor that I'm going to call it the C301, basically we've got a lot of experience with that, with just some of the things I just said with that tractor, the hauling harvester. I've always loved the light limited super stock class. It, it just, or even the light super stock class be, before the limited light. It, it just has always been a favorite of mine, and it was like, wow you know, someday I would like to do that, which, you know, everybody's got dreams. Some are realistic and some aren't. And I really thought it wasn't. And when Jeff sold the um, the tractor, originally it went to Jamie. That was the, the first covered in red. Jeff Medley, that is, out of Kentucky. He sold it to Jamie Barter. And um, I, I was a little bit you know taken back that he sold it and and but rightfully so he sold it um because i wanted it even then and um i knew jeff and we've shared a lot of ideas over the years um it's kind of funny because i met jeff down in the pit area of louisville and we were talking and i knew who he was but he didn't know who i was and the more I got into in-depth conversation with engine building on this era engine, um, he said, well, where are you from? And I said, Michigan. And he goes, ah, there's a guy and a son up there. And I'm trying to think, who is he talking about?
0: <laughs>
1: he goes, oh, it's Ed Shoebridge and his son, Scott. Do you know them? I said, hey, no. Nice to meet you.
0: <laughs>
1: and we met. I mean, we had talked many, many times, but we just never met face to face. And, and so I knew of the tractor, so that was the bottom line. And then what happened was when Jamie wanted to build something else, you know, he put it up for sale, and I called him right away. When I seen it on pulloff.com, I called Jamie and I said, look, tractor sold, okay? I don't know what I got to do, but the tractor <laughs> sold. And that came at a time when Northern Ohio was talking about a light-limited superstock class, and they were uh, Ron Bailey, um, who kind of heads that up in, in Ohio, um, he was doing a lot of things, and there was, there was polls being and promoters were scheduling that class and so on and so forth. And I, I told my son at the time, now's the time to make a move. Um, Got to do that. Um, with the other tractor previously, besides running NA in Ohio, we were also over at Southwest Ontario for 19 years. We were the only tractor over there competing without a turbocharger. And, and I knew someday when they got some air and fuel things sorted out with our tractors, we would no longer be able to compete. And it was getting harder and harder. Um, we had our day in the winter circle. And then, of course, you know, we, we didn't. But um, we wanted to move on and do something different. And that was the time. So, unfortunately, well, I don't know, just the way it is, and that's the, the tractor that I now have, which was the old covered in red, and then it was named uh, Haywire from Jamie, and then it's called the Hot Shoe Binder today. Um, that was, I, I needed to get something for that class, and it was a quick fix. It It's the only tractor I think, well, it is, and I think, it's the only tractor I didn't build a motor for, but we are building a freshened motor for it now because i've been running that same motor for three three years and i'd like to pull it out and take a look at it and just make sure that everything is okay do you think do
3: you think that's a testament even to the class itself that you can get three years out of an engine and be competitive and not have to do that sort of maintenance and make make something that you can get out there and have a really really good time with
1: i believe so um I'm amazed at some of the things with this tractor. Um, This tractor used to be way back, it it actually was a light super stock tractor and I don't know if it was in Tennessee, I believe Tennessee. Um, It was somebody's grandfather's tractor and and they had called me and talked to me over the phone, but this tractor, you're going to get a kick out of this name, it was called the Kickin' Chicken.
3: (laughs) I remember you telling me this, yes.
1: And then um Jeff bought it and um it, it fit perfectly in this you know at the time the new Light Limited class down in Kentucky which is, you know, a big class. So it it's kind of but talking to Jeff and it, and of course Jeff is deceased now, which is unfortunately and way too premature on that, but um you know, the turbo that's on it's ran eight years. It's never been touched. Wow. They've gotten on a little C three hundred one. They've gotten um, oh, I don't know, four or five years out of an engine uh, on a quite a regular basis. And and believe me, when you're in Kentucky, you can pull any weekend in any direction in that class because it's it's big. I mean, it's not uncommon for them to have thirty pulls a year, from what I'm seeing, you know, on the on the web. As far as scheduled pulls with Bob Series, KTPA, Ohio River Valley, um, you know, yeah, you can go in any direction, any weekend, and pull. Which, holy crap thirty pulls a year—I mean, that'd wear on anything.
3: Right. And I remember being when you when you showed the tractor to me, you know, back at your trailer here a while ago, just how much—I don't I, to say Shade Tree Engineering is is not fair, but how much homegrown work had gone into this thing with figuring stuff out on their own to make it run right and you know aircraft parts that had been put into the fuel system for metering blocks and this that the other uh, really really stuck with me um the homegrown aspect and and that somebody can do that and be competitive in this class
1: yeah no that's true that's that's very very true because there was a lot of things as far as you know efficiencies and things like that i i wondered about but um when i when I look and, and I do you know maintenance checks as far as just looking at things, pulling oil pan and looking up the bottom, you know and and checking bearings and so on and so forth, theres there's a lot of things that I've seen that they've done that that really it, it, they, it totally made sense, and, and a lot of this was discussed over the phone. Um, I think we were probably in the driver's seat with the haul and harvester prior to Jeff building this tractor. And um... I had pictures of this tractor forever, um, and and I always liked the way it looked. And he did a real nice job. But yeah, there was a lot of innovative things that were in there. And I I think I told you the story when I said, well, whose fuel system? Because this, this is a three-stage injected boost-activated system that's on the tractor, and it's like, how who put this together, and what system is it? You know, is it? You know kingsler or, or just hillborn or what and jeff told me no he said um, well the gentleman's name that i think is a real good source for fuel injection down in kentucky is tom haynes who runs a, a white with a waukesha in it and i i think he does a real good job but i've consulted with him and and talked to him about how they they did the fuel system, but anyways, when uh, I asked Jeff this, and Jeff said, "Well, Tommy went to the airplane junkyard and took, got a bushel basket of stuff, brought it back, and started putting it together." And It's like, <laughs> really?
3: A little bit of this, a little bit of that, tie it all together, twist a wire on this one.
2: <laughs> a little help from an adapter kit, we made it work here today.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We we were we were experienced with fuel injection. <laughs> but only a single stage with the na tractor but um with a three stage a little different um boost pressures activate you know the second stage and the third stage and so on and so forth. they did a real nice job and it, it works quite well for a tractor that doesn't have a data logger on it
3: that's yeah. even the bigger piece yeah. right there that yeah the 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 seat of the pants if you will on it
1: oh absolutely we, we had a data logger with, with the Holland Harvester. And, and uh, you know, as clumsy as I am with a computer, I've learned the more and more and more to, to look at things in between poles. And, and just there's a lot of things we caught um, and corrected before they got out of hand and ruined the motor. Um, we had a plugged injector, for example, and we didn't know it. And we had a cylinder that was running hot. Well, without a data logger, you'd never know that. But being that we knew it was running hot, then we knew something was up. So we uh, started going through the fuel system, and there it was. We had, a, we had a plug screen in one of the injectors. And we could have probably took the, the piston out of it. We probably could have. It would have detonated. It would have burned a hole in it with a lack of fuel. But, yeah. And the three-stage system works well. It must work well because to propel that tractor down the track it takes three to three and a half gallons of methanol to go 300 feet
2: <laughs> man and just breaking I'd, the epa uh, fuel economy rules right there i was gonna say and i thought my truck got <laughs> bad gas mileage
1: <laughs> that's be, be pretty normal for those tractors i mean it, it it really is um for an alcohol tractor and uh, you can see it it really you know, there's a lot of vapor and, and and it cleans out. It cleans out once once you let it go. It you get it up there five thousand RPMs and start letting the clutch out, it, it will clean out. But um a lot of that a lot of that fuel and the richness of it too has a tendency of cooling the engine down and keeping it cool. And um that works quite well.
2: What horsepower numbers are they getting out of these light limited superstocks right now? <clears throat>
1: I'm going to say anywhere from 1,000 to 1,200. I think even 1,200 might be a little conservative. But, you know, it, but, yeah, it, it, there's guys that have 466 diesels. Now, obviously, this class is maxed at 470 on a diesel, 370 on alcohol. And But on, on the diesel end, the guys that are running 466s, they're dynoing the engines, and they're hitting 1,200 horse. Wow. With a three by four charger.
2: That that's impressive considering what they are. And like you said, they're not a big turbocharger, mm-hmm. but you know, that's still very impressive numbers. And being limited on cubes, you know, it's Right. Just right. Really awesome class. What do you got going on with this class right now? I know uh last year you kind of took a big step forward in helping get this class rolling. You wanna tell our uh listeners a little bit about what you've gotten involved with and uh, are kind of growing great leaps and bounds with.
1: Yeah, it's growing a lot faster and probably more involved than I ever wanted to get, but it it seems like it's, it's working well and I get a satisfaction out of doing it. And it all started two years ago when we had a, a couple gentlemen that brought their tractors up from Kentucky and pulled year-end over on the west side of Michigan and in talking to them I said hey why did you pick this poll I mean because there are polls that are you know either scheduled together or better paying polls that you could attend and they said well we didn't know that and I said if I put something together like a schedule would you be interested in something like that And they said they would And they said they knew of others that would as well because where they're at in Kentucky they they're getting tired of running every weekend and they would just like to see some of the countryside and so on and so forth. And to tell you the truth, I do too. I I loved my pulling over in Canada for 19 years. I covered a lot of Ontario and it was a lot of fun. Met a lot of people. And meeting a lot of people, it was easy for me to put this together. Last year, I called it uh, the 2015, um, I called it um a calendar or a series this year I'm I or I'm sorry a schedule or a calendar this year I'm calling it the 2016 Northern Light Limited Superstock series and what it is is it it represents five states possibly six I got a couple TBDs um, that aren't finalized yet. But for the most part I've got most of the I've got ninety nine percent of it done right now. And um, what what it consists of, it, it covers very popular, well populated, successful polls. This is not a polling association. But the nice thing about the light limited superstock class is it seems like everybody's commonizing the rules pretty much like, oh, copying out of um the bob series out of out of kentucky there are some exceptions but uh for the most part the rules are pretty pretty general just like super farm you can go any place that's and the good part with right that there. i've just um kind of contacted people in the past we've got two polls and that start out in june in canada that are pulling you know paying some really good purses which helps then they're together. So, and then from there, it goes to, um, there's a, a new poll being booked right now in, in uh, New York. Very good paying polls. Um, Langford, New York, is one of the oldest polls in existence, just like Armada, Michigan is. The oldest ex-
3: as far as we know, actually. What's that? It's, I think it's the oldest as far as we know now.
1: It is. Um, yeah, we didn't know that, did we, Charles, at first? But, no. Um, Langford did a book which I, I was there last year, 1947 is when they started. And um, we had, God, I think we had 28 tractors there from all over. And it was great. I mean, everybody talked to everybody. We had tractors from Pennsylvania. We had them from New York. We had them from Michigan. Um, we had them from all over the place. I mean, it was great. And um, I think we put on a good show. People like seeing this class. And I think... The people that like seeing the class is because it's a rainbow of colors. You have LS Chalmers, you have Whites, you have Cases. You have you know just just a international. It's not a red green show. It's, it's No, variety. it's not.
3: There's there's right. literally everything.
1: Right. That is correct.
3: There's even some four cylinders there too, which is which is nice to see.
1: Right. Yep. And uh there has been in the past. Not a lot of them, but there's been a there's Handful. been a couple. Yeah. yeah. Um So it goes from New York, and there's four polls that are back-to-back in Ohio, Greenville, Michigan, and and is joined with Armada. Armada is a two-day, and then from there it goes to Wisconsin. And there's a possibility we're going to have one poll in Illinois. But um, this is not a polling association. It's just a a, a series of of polls that are good top-paying. For example... I have 9 polls that are listed that are firm and committed that are paying out $34,700. I've only got 4 TVDs at this point which when I get the dollar amount from them will be added to 34,700. So right now we're covering 5 states and one Canadian province with uh, with the series
2: Wow, that that is awesome, just one guy taking a little initiative and getting all this tied together. I know Charles and I both enjoyed seeing him come to our Maida last year, getting the first-hand taste of what this late limited class, I know him and I have been uh, talking it up quite a bit um, throughout the season for the TTPA season, trying to get that class there. And uh, man, You're doing an awesome job with it, Ed. Uh, very impressed with what's going on i know you and i talked uh this weekend definitely a lot of things up and coming with that where do you see the light limited super stock uh front gonna be in the state of michigan or even we can go even further on a national level do you see this being picked up by a national or grand national uh series like on tpa ppl or outlaw
1: you know i don't know at this point um i've had conversations with uh the various people from the Bob series down at the p r i show at uh Indianapolis, Indiana, just who well, about three weeks ago, and there's some things that we've got this is the what I'm calling this is a two thousand and sixteen northern light limited superstock series. one of the theories we've got or one of the things is is for them to do a Southern series, which I believe would be the n b c Sports news um, covering seven or eight of the polls down there, like they did last year, and then throw the Northern Series against. And actually, one of the one of the polls that would be great to do that as it would be the uh, Scott Spiegelberg's poll in Wisconsin, which is called the North South 300, and that would be kind of a final. Uh, this year, unlike last year, is I have a thumbs up. And a verbal commitment on sponsorship money from uh, two companies, and they are going to—they're going to um, they're gonna sponsor this series. Unfortunately, most of their money is going to go for advertising because um, Brian Lively is going to do artwork that's going to get this on uh, pulloff.com, and um, there's going to be uh, some advertising expenses that go with that. If I can pick up a couple more sponsors, what I'd like to do with this series is pay um, a year-end points award for whoever. One of the things with the schedule, and one of the reasons I wanted to get this out, this this will be finalized. As a matter of fact, I have copies right now that are going to Gordieville with me tomorrow. This will be passed out at Gordieville and will be available at um, Brian Lively's table there at The Hook Magazine, so anybody who is interested. You can pick a copy up and take a look at it. But one of the things doing it early like this, I've shared all this information with the various promoters. And just like Greenville, Michigan, backed their pull date off two years ago by one day so they could come to Armada. Um, Scott Spiegelberg, he wanted the dates because last year we had five weekends in August. And there was a conflict there where there were pools in their backyard, and they couldn't come. I think you're gonna see if you if you like last year's show at Armada with the number we had fourteen on Saturday and seventeen on Sunday, I think you're gonna see at least four or five more from about two or three more states.
3: bring it um, I can't wait. let's do it. Let's go now tomorrow yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think well right well, now if you're going to Gordyville Charles going through going here on. at Riley Center, but um, yeah, it, it's um, it's growing. It it, it is. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I'm more involved with this than I ever wanted to be, but it's easy for me because I know all these people, and and I guess that's what you get for pulling for, you know, traveling for 19, 20 years. You run into a lot of great people, and it's easy for me to make a phone call and get information. Well, given- and it was easy to get these on a schedule because a lot of the promoters I've I've uh, got to know over the years as well.
3: Well, given that that's the case for you, and I know you've got uh, travel plans in the morning, as does Drew, I don't want to keep it too much longer this evening. Uh, I know you'll be feet on the ground at Gordyville tomorrow. Um, you mentioned they can stop by the Hook Magazine booth and talk to Brian Lively, who will be joining us later tonight. Um, what is, aside from Brian and himself, if anybody's interested in linking up with you and, and furthering this cause, what's the best way for them to catch up with you this weekend?
1: Well, Saturday afternoon for sure I'm going to be in the pit area. Um, if you see somebody passing out something, it's going to be me, and I'm I'm going to be passing out with all the light limited guys <laughs> on Saturday afternoon in the pit area prior to the pull. Um, that's one way, and I guess the other way is um, you always have me paged, or... Better yet, if you went to Brian Lively's booth, he could call me on my cell phone. I'd be willing to talk to anybody about this. Um, When it comes to tractors, I've got time to talk about tractors all day long.
2: (laughs) Well, I know we appreciate that, definitely. For sure. uh, Look forward to having you on the show again in the future. If you uh, so feel you want to still, but... uh, (laughs)
3: One thing before I let you go tonight, uh, one last thing. I know you, uh, in addition to the tractor pulling stuff, you're you're involved in uh, selling a certain kind of product. Do you want to go ahead and uh, shamelessly self promote? Go right ahead.
1: Sure, is it time for advertisement? Yes, okay. do it, oh, sir. Yes, absolutely. Well, one of the things, and I guess I will at least allow this information out as one of the sponsors as, as well. And one of the products I use and, and I, I believe in and I sell is some Pico Oil or Central Petroleum. If you watch, um, you know, the, the the farm station, what is it, FRD? Um, RFD, yeah. RFD, yep. I'm sorry, yep. If you watch that, you'll see that they advertise as well as the Polar Magazine on the inside cover and so on and so forth. They've been around for 104 years. And how I got hooked on the oil was actually when we started building alcohol motors, and we built motors for other people, um, I I consulted various oil companies and asked their technical people for information and and just advised me what, you know, I'm taking a motor and I'm basically re-engineering it. What would you use? And... I think most of those people are great chemists, but nobody could really relate to the motors. Until I ran into Sempico, and this was a sales manager out of Ohio who didn't have answers for me either, but he gave me Sempico's hotline or their their technical line. And I talked to a gentleman who's still there today. His name is Blaine. And he was the first person that asked me, hey, what are your ring gaps? What kind of temperature are you running prior to the pull? What are you seeing afterwards? What's your clearance on your, your means? And these were all questions that's like he wanted to know all this stuff. And it's like, wow. And I told him he made a recommendation. And after he made the recommendation, he said, try the oil. And he said, get back with me afterwards and let me know what you think. And it's like, wow, he wanted me to call back. That was great. That was the beginning, and that was like 19 years, and it didn't take long. Oh, I, didn't and I, realize,
3: quit I didn't know you'd been doing it that long.
1: long. Pardon me?
3: I didn't know you'd been doing it that long.
1: I haven't been selling. Actually, when I retired from Ford Motor Company, I was asked to take St. Clair, Macomb, and Oakland County. Um, there was a gentleman that was south of Detroit, and he didn't care to come up north of Detroit anymore. And um, at that time, I, he gave me 12 customers. Today, I have 92. And, and growing. Um, it's just word of mouth. It's a great product. Um, I have inventory at my home. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's just a, a good win-win situation. Um, they've got engine oil and gear lube and hydraulic oil and grease. And anything when it comes to lubrication and fuel additives, um, they have. And it, it's a good product.
2: I know you were talking to me, I think it was uh, about a year ago now, you even told me they have the oil for the water for steam engines to lubricate the cylinders, you were telling me.
1: Yes, they have milking machine oil, which is, not too many oil companies have that. They have steam engine oil, which is uh, a low, low, there's there's a, yeah, an ingredient in it, taro or something like that, I don't know. Um they make a LP oil, which has got its own ingredient in it itself. Um what else? I don't know. They've got a lot of specialty um oils that are out there that you wouldn't even think about.
2: So basically if you need oil for anything from your wife's sewing machine to your uh open super stock, get a hold of some Pico.
1: Yeah, get a hold of me. Yeah, <laughs> get, Ed. Just call get Ed. a hold of Ed. Just call of me. <laughs> yeah it's um i like it I like it because it gets me out i most of my customers are farmers I do have some trucking companies um more all the time the way it seems but um the oil itself is uh, a very high zinc very high uh phosphorus oil and and it's um, it 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 isn't cheapened in any way um based on you know some of the oils out there leave a lot to be desired as far as lubrication and that type of thing, but um Sampico's, uh formula has not changed um, and, and with new product lines like the c j four, which is for your emissions they're they're on top of all that i mean it's yeah it, it's a little more sophisticated today than what it's been before. just put oil in it and run there they're, with emissions there's there's oil specs that have to be met and we have all that yeah Excellent. not only that to prove the product itself I also um, offer oil testing with an independent lab has nothing to do with some pico um, I send oil samples out and that proves the longevity I've got Michigan specials that are running 20,000 miles on an oil change and I've got Big crankcase tractors. You you can't do this with with a small uh, Oil pan small capacity like a nine quart older tractor But a lot of these tractors today have pretty close to 10 gallons in it And it, it's not uncommon to run five six hundred hours You know on this oil and to back that up. I like to back it up with testing just to show so if you look at, at oil that, let's say, maybe costs less per gallon, but if you run it half the length of time, you would have to take that old that, that cheap oil and, and multiply it by two, which far exceeds what you're going to pay per gallon for the Simpico, and you've got the extra protection and the lubrication.
3: And for those who don't know, who aren't who don't live here and don't know what a Michigan special is... It's it's a gravel trained eight axles uh, on the trailers, typically five six seven eight nine thousand horsepower tractors, uh, no special permit requirement. What do they go up to? One sixty four thousand pounds GVW on the ground. Yeah,
2: I know they're he- well, probably one of the heaviest trucks out on the road. You know, without a permit, double frame. You know, huge motors right. in them. So. Definitely a stress test, these guys going through. The only state traffic, in the union the where we have charge.
1: that stuff. Yep, so. Right. So, yeah, you're right. I, I take it for granted that everybody knows what a Michigan special is. <laughs> it's
2: an That's industry what into itself. Special. That's it. Well, you yep. know, we're hoping other people from other states might actually be listening, but we, you know, we're optimistic at times. Yeah, too. <laughs> nobody's
3: listening to this crap. Who are
1: we kidding? <laughs> well let's hope they do (laughs) right
3: all right sir i want to send a sincere thank you uh, for your time tonight hopefully we can have you back on the show again i know you've got a a very long day ahead of you tomorrow with travels out to gordyville so i wish you a safe journey there and back and uh, hope you have a good time and uh, also i hope that uh, nobody messes with doug sleeping under the counter (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, don't worry about that. We'll, we'll take care of Doug. He's going to be over here at nine o'clock in the morning, along with a couple other Canadians, and we're heading out. So.
2: Very good, sir. All right, Ed. We'll see. I'll okay, see you well, in the morning, yeah. sir.
1: Yeah, thank you, sir, and um, thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks Ed. To, thanks.
2: Again, thanks for Ed Shubridge coming on. Pay attention, look out in the Hook magazine for that light limited super sock schedule that Ed is set up. We're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk live to go from Gordyville with Mr. Brian Lively. So stay tuned and keep online with Sidetracked. Have you ever been waiting in the staging lanes to pull and had that rumbling in your stomach? Find you parked too far from the Portage Johns in the pits, going down the road and can't quite make it? Well, thanks to Pedal to Metal, it's no longer an issue. Our newest design for pullers from Pedal to the Metal. The new porta stool slash pulling hitch combo will be there for you. Made a 2 inch solid stock, easily the strongest, most sturdy porta stool on the market. Able to handle them huge behinds. Fully adjustable with over 18 inches of adjustment in half inch increments just by removing two pins. Makes hitch height changes quick and easy, allowing you to change height for class or for the most comfort for personal use seat and hitches are available in whatever color you desire so you can customize to your vehicle just another way pedal to the metal is making pulling life easier tractors dialed in you guys went and got a little downright abusive with a couple of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh there
0: was there was uh at least one one transmission failure we'll just put it that way uh part of the driveline uh expired on one of the the lighter tractors that um, but uh, yeah. they uh, they start the sled just a little bit on the the light side, and we saw some sand action, but they uh, got that corrected, and uh, they they soon back off of the the uh, sand pile. So,
2: yeah, we saw the nice video of uh, Running Bear uh, doing its classic uh, format of creating fireballs.
0: Well, you know, I was actually sitting in my van. Getting ready to leave, and because uh, I I have trouble with the those alcohol games and and close confined spaces like that, and uh, I, and I heard heard him wind up, and I heard the boom. Uh, it was uh, well the first boom and then the second bang. The, you know, the,
2: <laughs> it was impressive. <laughs> we we've, we've been <laughs> watching video all night here as we've been doing the recording, and uh, yeah, that was one of the better booms I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll, have to, I'll, have to I'll have to go back
2: and watch it. Oh, they got just about every view you can imagine, other than the view I think we all want to see from the right in the driver's seat with a GoPro. Well, but Bud's not as quick out of the seat as uh, Jeff is. No, no, Jeff would have had the side panels off already.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he had, he's gotten better about not having to get out of the seat uh, in recent. In the last year or so, he's uh, uh, he's, he's his program has improved and the tractor doesn't uh, erupt as it has in the past, so <laughs> <clears throat> all right. But, but, I, th-
3: I think we're ready to uh, to go live and, and start doing some recording here. So if you're ready, sir,
0: <laughs> let me, yeah, you know, let me turn my throat off. I, I had to look, well, I went, made three passes of luggage up. Three
2: or four flights of stairs so I'm, uh I think I'm
0: better now, so Okay. Yeah, take your time. I need
2: my yes, so uh I'm ready to go. All righty, sir. All right. Well, Charles, why don't you lead us back in? We're gonna come in, Brian, just like we would off a of, uh commercial break, so Okay. All right, welcome back to Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh.
3: Our guest now is Brian Lively, our man on the scene in Gordyville, Illinois. Big weekend here coming up. Uh, He's been witness to some of the test sessions, and he's going to give us the uh, the man-on-the-street version of what's going on there and also lead us into this weekend's events. How are you doing, Brian? Doing a
0: little good to be with you, gentlemen, this evening.
2: Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Brian, for being with us. Why don't you give everybody a little bit of background about who you are, if there's some people that live in a cave or something and have no idea who Brian Lively is, give us a little background about yourself.
0: Well, my story uh, uh, with pulling is like everybody else's. I grew up with a love of tractors, uh, and that translated to, to the track at a very young age. Uh, I went to my first track pulling. I was three years old. I can remember to this day. Uh, and along the way, I've developed a, a, I guess, a talent. I guess that's what you call it for writing. And then I picked up a talent, I picked up the need to do photography as well. And uh, somewhere along the way, I backed into uh, uh, running or writing for the poor magazine and the hook magazine uh, in 2010 i purchased the hook magazine i've been running it now for this is my sixth year and uh, in 2013 i started a magazine for Lucas oil pro pulling league called called pro pulling uh it's a uh, uh, it's, it's a uh, really nice uh, uh, job i it's really not a job i've some some would say I haven't worked for the last six years. I was a teacher before that, but uh, I uh, I'm blessed to do what I do, and uh, I get to play in the dirt nearly every weekend. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful job.
3: And you've you've actually uh, backed into well, I won't even say that you're the right man for the job.
2: You've got a responsibility this summer with a certain fiftieth anniversary. I was just gonna go into that. You have probably one of the. I know Charles and I are envious, envious of you. One of the biggest deals to do is uh, writing the commemorative book or you know program for uh, fifty years of Bowling Green. Um, gosh, you have to be seeing some cool stuff about that.
0: Yes, uh, that that project is uh, getting in full swing now. Uh, just just last week, I spent two days at their office in, in Bowling Green, Ohio, just off the. Wood County Fairgrounds there, and uh, they have a treasure trove of photos that not only includes a vast history of Bowling Green, but of other pools from the past, from the 50s and 60s, the 70s, and on up you know, to the current day. Uh, it's a, a fantastic historical uh, element that they have there, and uh, I look forward to working with them to getting some of that stuff digitized. So they can share it with the world, uh, not only with the, the program that we're doing. Uh, that's going to be a really nice coffee table style product that you you'll want to look at it again and again. Uh, we're looking at about a 160 pages of, of content. Uh, it, it'll be bigger than than anything that's ever been produced for for the polling world. Uh, but they've got they've got some material there that is just amazing. I, I can't really describe, you know, the stuff that I've, I've seen and, you know, you turn a page in an album of photos and you just pick up your jaw uh, and find something like one of the first Banner tractors or one, one of the first Ralph Chamberlain's first tractors or something like that. Just some of those heavy hitters from back in the day. Uh, it'll, it'll be neat, neat to show it to the rest of the world.
3: You showed a picture on Facebook uh, of a box that came with a caveat about being bitten by a certain rooster. Did you get bitten?
0: I uh, well, I didn't. I didn't open the box. I was I was I, I, I was a good boy and stayed away from the box, so I didn't get <laughs> bit. Uh, but uh, it, it was uh, it was joined on the shelf by a uh, the r Farms replica and. I think there's additional tractors there, but of course Danny's signature on that box and, and message will were just a treat to see that something like that existed. So
3: Super cool. Glad you're the man behind doing this. Um I, I know it'll turn out to be a great, great product. You've definitely have the you've you've earned the respect of everybody in this sport and you I couldn't think of a better guy to be behind a project like this one.
2: Oh, absolutely, I have to agree there. Yeah.
0: I do appreciate that. You know, it's it's a love for sport, and it's, it's a love for the people of the sport. Uh, if not for the people of the sport, uh, I wouldn't do what I do. Uh, you know, of course, I, I love the action on the track. It, you know, the tractors brought me to the sport when I was a kid. You know, when I, when I was sixteen years old, uh, I, I say that the sport was ninety-five percent about the tractors and the action on the track. But now it's and five percent the people, and now it's it's flip flopped, and the stories of the people behind. What happens on the track? You know the, the history of you know, how they got there, or uh, the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears, and and money spent to, to get stuff on the track and to make these remarkable pulls we've seen throughout history of, of the sport. So.
3: That's an interesting comment, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take things in a different direction from from Gordyville, which we'll get to in a minute, and and with what you just said. I don't know if he had a chance to listen to our show last week or saw the story that we posted on our Facebook page about social media's responsibility uh, behind motorsports and, and how uh, various promoters have have responded to that. I know for what you do, social media has changed the product that you put on the shelves uh, tremendously because, uh, because results are so instantaneous and everybody knows what happened at an event on the spot. So the content that you provide in print media has definitely taken a different focus. I would like to get your thoughts on how that changes and, and tie in with what you just said.
0: Uh, well, I, um, uh, I think that there, you know, there's, there's room for everybody in the, you know, in every form of media, um, to, to share and share the, the stories and do, um, and to, and to provide a uh, you know a different perspective, uh, what what I you know my, my model is kind of is kind of print isn't dead, and obviously I use the, the social media, I use Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, what have you. But uh, th- there's a tactile, a, you know of course a college head word that I call it, a tactile feel that you get with a magazine, that you can pick it up and look at it and. Uh, browse through it and you know put it down and, and return to it that you can't get with uh, uh, you know just having a phone in your hand. Uh, I really don't enjoy reading or or doing a whole lot with my phone other than just browsing Facebook or just doing some updates. Uh, but here and there, but i uh, i still you know even before I got into the magazine business, I was definitely a magazine guy. There's you know I've got stacks and stacks of polar magazines and. Hot Rod magazines, Motor Trend, Auto Wheel, what have you. And, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I see a value in you know, those products, you know, for years to come.
3: Yeah, you and I had a, had a conversation about this a couple of weeks ago, and and you hit on on the head the, the the ability to hold it in your hands, and and sit on sit in a comfy chair, have a have a fire going in the fireplace, and and be able to enjoy something that you just don't get from a piece of silicon and what have you, you know, a, a circuit board in your hand. It, it definitely, something that's in print has a place yeah. in society. And, you know, I, th- I think it was uh, Ethan Berry shared, and you know Ethan, uh, shared something. Get rid of the man cave. Let's bring back the study.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, a, uh, you know, and, and it's, a. Uh, well, I, I just can't express, you know, that it's, there's just some sort of like you said, where you use the word silicon. It's, it's kind of an artificial satisfaction, I guess, is what I'm, I think. And and again, I I see the value in in all these, <clears throat> excuse me, these social media and internet uh, products. And uh, I, uh, you know, and I honestly, I I've, I've got a website and it's terrible, but it it's, it serves a purpose for me. But and I don't want to do better but I, my goal is always to have the best print product out there uh regardless of its you know program or either the magazines not service. so
2: and you know i'll i want to take a point there is uh i had a subscription to hook magazine way back you know middle 2000s and i gave up on it because it was just results every once in a while you get a good article and uh Honestly, Brian, once I got to know you from going to Shiawassee and and going to these different events and actually getting to talk to you, you know, I, last year in Gordyville, I actually put, had my first subscription look in probably 10 years and man, the product you're putting out there, I'm hooked. Actually, I need to renew my uh, subscription here when I get down there tomorrow, but uh, you know, it's you got a great product out there. And like you said, the, to be able to hold it, you know, for me with a young ki- you know, young child, I can pick it up, hold it to them. Yeah. Social media has got its place, but you know, having that hard copy, you can, you know, pick up take with you, you know, it, it's a great thing that you're doing. Well, I appreciate
0: that. It's, you know, it's, it's a labor of love and, and, and I, uh, I've learned some skills that I never thought I would ever use, uh, you know, you know, I've always been a writer, like I said, uh, but I never, in my water thought, would never become a, a photography buff, or you know, or or have be or pick up graphic design or any of the things that I do to to uh, make what I do possible. Um, but the, I, you know, I, I grew up with those those hot rod magazines, automobile magazine, um, you know, you name it, Rodders Journal, uh, the Rodders Journal. If anybody has seen those. That's like the, the Taj Mahal of magazines to me. Uh, it, it's I was... a beautifully put together product, and uh, I—that's uh, what kind of what I aspire to. I look at that and I'm like, that's what I want to look like someday. You know. Yeah, was...
2: Go ahead, finish.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, I just—it it, it just—you look—I look at stuff. I'm like, that's that clean look. That you know, just no nonsense. Make less pictures and the
2: copy speak for itself. You know. Oh, absolutely. You know, you. I saw you mention one. I think we were talking about stuff, and you mentioned the Rodders Journal, and you know, it's the Rodders Journal for people who don't know. It is a once a year product put out on all hot rods of all 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 makes and models and whatever, and it is just probably probably one of the most perfect. Hot rod uh, pieces of you know how do you media you could have out there, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to seeing this Bowling Green pamphlet because I have a feeling this will be the tractor pullers, you know, rodder's journal. You know, like you said, that piece that you're going to put out on the coffee table and let sit out, you know, let it sit out there for company to look at and things like that.
3: Uh, we aren't we aren't gonna argue about it. Brian rules, and that when it comes to publishing, he's the guy. So that's it. Absolutely, period. absolutely.
0: Well, it's well. I, I appreciate the kudos, guys. You know, it it uh, but it takes folks like you as well to help propel the sport. You know, to another level. Uh, you know, that are fans like I am. You know, you got, you got to be a fan first of all to do any of this. Uh, you have got to love the sport. You got to love the people, uh, and. Uh, it it makes you want to do better and that's and that's why I do what I do and, and spend these crazy hours and uh crazy miles that I travel. Uh you know, it's it's you know I still I still get those butterflies that I got when I was sixty years old. Uh, when I go to the to a pool. Uh mm-hmm. that's that's still that's part of me and it's 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 you know, that's why I enjoy it, so
3: you made us want to do better, boy. You you made us both blush with the complimentary words you had for us in the last issue about the Armada article, boy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, thanks. That's all I can say. I don't even know.
2: You know, I, Brian, you don't oh. know this uh, everything that went on, but uh, that day when I finally got hold of it, because I the ma- my magazine came in the mail, and I just busy with life, didn't have a chance to look at it. And my dad called me up, and he was giving me a hard time. He goes, I didn't know you changed your last name. Well, somebody made a typo and misspelled my last name in the magazine. But I did not realize you put my name in the magazine, and Charles' name. My dad brought it to my attention. So when I got home, I opened up and looked at it. And for a guy who's only been announcing for two years, that just was the best compliment I think I ever could have gotten from anybody and for such high praise to come for charles and i from a guy like you so well traveled and knowledgeable in the sport it just blew my mind and then for you to message me that same day after i sent you a thank you about it and tell me that i am good to go to announce a class in gordyville wow Do do you know who you're hiring here
3: (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I, I realize that but but the guys here's here's something that, that's another part of my i guess if i have a bully pulpit about about anything in the sport uh uh I've, i'm we're seeing the sport age out in a sense uh i think you all see that some uh we've got some young guys in uh we're all about the same age here i'm i'm 42 i know you all you guys are my, you know plus or minus a little bit of me and age but uh we need some we need new blood to carry you know to take take up the, the the yoke of the sport uh in different capacities and it, it's good to see you guys doing the, the good job you do and you know in my association with with the krieger boys you know with miles and and jeremy uh carry on with their father with butch and, and so on that's a it's a it's good to see that you know there's folks that will be able to take up the, the, the mantle that that's, that's being laid out there now. So, you know, and, 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 and I, I want to encourage, you know, those that are on, they feel like they may be on the fringe of the sport, you know, to get involved in some way because uh, there, there's room for, for everybody to, to get involved. You know, even for a kid like me that, you know, just like playing in dirt, you know, I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now, and you know, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else.
3: Well, let's take things into right, uh, right up to the minute here tonight. You, you were there on the ground at Gordieville witnessing test and tune sessions, anything that stands out in your mind? What did you see?
0: Um uh, we, well, we had a good crowd of tractors already on, on, on place. Um, uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> we had approximately 20, 28 hooks, uh, any, any tractor, you know, about every, every hooded single tractor tractor that is, has had a class for it was there. Uh, nothing really stood out in terms of, of uh, you know, as a test and tune guys are, are trying some new things. You know, you 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 roll out the hole and the snuff, and within fifty foot, you know, trying to try a, a little bit of a proud gear, back up, try it again. Uh, you know, and, and as well, you know. Dave Hager, you know, he's the, he's the icon of of sled guys. Uh, You know, he was, he, he knows where to be and he was, you know, he was making sure he was spot on. He was pretty close to begin with. So, you know, everybody's trying to just get back into Gorderville groove here, so to speak, and uh, did a a good job. I think we're going to see some great pulling this weekend. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you how many tractors are on, will be on place, but it'll, It'll be a good weekend of pulling probably 3,000 people here uh, Friday night Saturday night, uh, Saturday afternoon. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fun place to be.
3: I understand a little bit of carnage. Uh, you were outside when Bud Gettinger assumed the seat of running bear for Jeff Hurt, and we saw it on Facebook, a lot of popping and banging there on the Unlimited Super as they get ready for uh farm show. And also Jeff Dobbs, the coming for nothing White Cummins, late limited super. He had some driveline issues too tonight.
0: Yes, he did. Uh, with the I didn't I didn't witness witness trouble. I did hear it. I was just, I was sitting in my van getting ready to depart. I heard the uh, I heard the tractor wind up, and then I heard the two uh, heard an initial boom, a little bit of concussion, and then the you know, the second bang. Uh, and you know it's it's uh, you know it's you just gotta get these things out of track. You gotta you know try it out, uh, especially you over know, for prestigious uh, a pull as, as Louisville is, you know, and, and Jeff and but had the opportunity to come over here and and give give them a try. Uh, and you know sometimes that happens. Uh, unfortunately, you know. Probably um,
3: probably not yeah. probably not the last we've seen of them because I understand Fast Lane is in the building too.
0: Yes, uh, Fast Lane uh, did not – well, it, I don't know if it made another pass after I left or not. Uh, it, he may have got it down the track. He made his initial pass, and it. Uh, I don't think he got it out of the hole correctly. So um, he may have went back and, and got it uh, a little bit of a different tune on it and, and took it down the track after I left. But uh, um, uh, Jeff Dobbs, that, that that's a sharp little white. Uh, it's been running in a pro field class for years, and they've stepped up their program. Uh, to a little, uh, next class up, I kind of what I call it like the Missouri version of limited life super. Uh and that this Louisville track it'll it'll eat you alive. It's uh, it's a very tight track. It'll it, it's it's hard on equipment, but it, it and it takes power.
2: Yeah, I know it's definitely uh, we pride ourselves up here in Michigan on having some vicious tracks, especially on the local level. Some of them not really seen by what they really deserve uh i know one right up in the thumb we kind of call the deckerville dino, where it'll find out exactly how much horsepower you have but uh gordyville definitely a track that uh it'll bite you real quick especially if you're not used to running on an indoor uh short track um i know last year when i got down there a lot of guys learned lessons early on on what it takes to uh pilot a tractor down a short track
0: Yes, it, everything has to happen in a hurry uh, uh, on a short track, and uh, you know you, you get that initial roll out of the hole, you know that these these modern sleds will give you, but that uh, that draft on the on the sled starts hitting you pretty quickly, and you you have to have the horses in the drive line to withstand the you know but what can happen. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's it, you know it's am- amazing how how good a track this is up here, uh, you know uh, if if you, if, if anybody's listening hasn't been there before, they they it's a horse arena basically, and they remove that 18 inches of what I call horse dirt, and then you've got th- that Illinois clay below it, and that's where that's where your fun stuffs at. Uh, it's uh, that's what uh, takes all the power.
3: Well, Brian, it's a new season. It's a new year. It's a new Gordyville. I'm going to put you on the spot. Anything that uh, you, when you scan the entry sheets stands out to you? What are you What are you looking for this weekend?
0: Um, it's, it's hard to say. It, you know, as it, the the opening act of the pulling season on, on the hot level of, of pulling, uh, it's uh, it's really hard to say. We've got some with, with Warville. You had the unique. Factor of so many tractors that can jump from class to class. Uh, we, you know, we've got the nine thousand uh, super farm, or and the different versions of limited pro stock that that are up here. Um, it's a uh, it's any number of ideas that uh, that uh, what can happen. You know, guys are you know guys are spending time on the dyno, and they're they're right up to the minute on dyno and getting clamped back together and heading over here. Uh, some of these guys will be at the farm show. Uh, they'll go out to, to Lincoln. Uh, they'll go to the Western farm show and any other places. Um, surprises. I don't really have any off the top of my head. Uh, there's a good class of pro stocks here. Always enjoy the pro stocks. Uh, always really enjoy the, uh, the, the, the 8,500 limited pro stock. It's really popular on the West side of the river. Uh, the one class, the 9,500 linear Pro Stock, is they're awesome to watch and, and to, to feel them shake the ground like they do. Um, uh, and, of course, one of my favorites, you know, because you know, the growth of that class in, in my part of the world, the Limited Light Super Stocks. There's a, about 20, 22 trackers, I think, on the registry right now. Uh, always fun to watch those guys.
3: For sure. And we, we talked to Ed True Majority earlier tonight, and – you know he's going to be out there promoting certainly what's going on with the travel calendar for 2016 putting together some purse money and some end of season dollars to attract an entry and you know he won't be an entrant himself probably a good thing for ed he'll he'll deny this but he's turned into a fine promoter
0: yes he's a you know he uh you know it uh, needs, you know, a pat on the back, you know, a handshake, and you know, big kudos for what he does. Uh, he's doing things that uh, has some foresight that no one else has, has had. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative for what he's done and I've seen the results of his hard work. You know, of course, at Armada, uh at the Farm Progress Show this past year, uh, and also at Wild Lake, Wisconsin, at the Spiegelberg poll. The North South 300, which had a you know murderer's row of tractors there, just you know the, the best equipment in the country in that class.
3: I like that murderer's row. That's that's exactly brilliant. That's the kind of language that it, we can always look to for you, look to you for exactly.
0: Well, you well, know, if, if you went if you wanted those places or you did well at those pools I just described, uh, you can go anywhere and win. Just just flat out there, you know. There's you know you can. If you place top five at any at, at Farm Progress or at Wild Wagon, at, at North South Three Hundred, you know, you can go anywhere and win. It's there's no doubt.
2: Agreed, sir. Well, before we let him go, I got I gotta ask you, Brian. You kinda asked Charles and I to uh, do this one class and it I know it's a class I'm not familiar with and I know Charles isn't. The sixty five hundred pound pro field class. What is that class? And uh, you know it's from uh, Mid Missouri's the main base for it. But uh, you seem to have a little more knowledge on it, and maybe in, uh give our listeners a little yes. more knowledge on a class that we really don't run up
0: here. It well, it's it's kind of a little bit of a big brother to the light, Heart, light hot farm class that uh, some gentlemen put together in Kentucky that we're trying to grow at the moment. Uh, in terms of charger size, I, I'm thinking it's like a 2.6 charger, uh, 3,500 RPM with 360 cubes, uh, 20.8 tires. Uh, those tractors get up and dance. Uh, they do a good job. And, uh, you know, they they don't break the bank, you know, to do what they do. And they've also got, you know, what, the, what should be prefaced here is that the propio class is run in conjunction with a, a V8 hot rod class and a natural aspirate class. Time, they get paid individually. The uh, class is, you know, they all run at one time, but they they get paid individually. They're always fun to watch and see where they end up in relation to one another. Uh, and they're all pretty, actually, pretty competitive. You know, they, they lay out pretty close to one another when it's all said and done.
2: You know, I know you came to Armada this year and you didn't get a chance to see Armada for years ran an open class where literally whatever you want to run, you run. Um, we have Brody Smith up here running a twin engine Allison. You'd have 3.0 diesel trucks. You'd have Super Farms running together. So this this class that Gordier runs with the V8 hot rods, which I know Charles and I are familiar with, at least a small block version of it, and the naturally aspirated, um tractors uh the brooks boys being the only ones really i've seen represented as far as as registration already you know it's it's a really neat thing to see i know my little pull i run smith's creek i run an open class and the crowd just seems to love it just seeing what the different means of creating horsepower through a tractor drive line um what you can do with it and see how they compare against each other
0: and it, it, it is fun to see what, uh, you know, what how these tractors match up, and, and they, they all require a little bit of different driving skill. Uh, you know, a you know turbo tractor, turbo diesel takes a little different effort to get out of the hole versus a V8 tractor or a, or a big NA uh, Moline or or like the Rooks tractors, those five uh, sixties, those Highlander five sixties. Um, they all have a little different feel. And uh, it's neat to see how they all kind of flesh out over, you know, course of class on the same sled setting and the same dirt. So,
2: absolutely. I I don't know, Charles. Do you have anything more? Or? That's it for me. Uh, I
3: appreciate the inside look and and being our man on the street for us tonight. Uh, right there with Gordyville with a test session and covering that for us and. uh, Hope you have a, a really successful good weekend. I know Drew's going to be out there along with Ed, yep, and be down uh, there tomorrow a, night. A, health, a healthy Michigan contingent uh, joining you this weekend. Hope you all have a really really good time and, and safe travels. And, and thanks for joining us. I hope you can uh, hook up with us uh, again in future episodes, Brian.
0: Certainly, that's uh, guys. I appreciate your time. Glad to be a part of it. Uh, just uh, you know, uh, it's good to talk and just chat. You know, he's, he's, even as if we're, uh, just the three of us together, with others listening along the way here, you know, about the sport, it's, uh, uh, it's really fun to do. Thanks again, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon, guys.
3: Thanks, Brian, and and you know what? I'll give you a minute. Go ahead and uh, shamelessly shamelessly self-promote. Go ahead. Who? How do we hey, find Brian Lively?
0: Uh, okay, the uh, to, to do what I do, um, I it's you know it's it's about the magazines. It's. Um, how I get to run the roads to share the sport with the rest of the world is through Pro Pulling Magazine, uh, official magazine, Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League, and Hook Magazine, which covers everything from a three-mile-an-hour farm mall age to a 33-mile-an-hour 4-1 tractor. Uh, I encourage everyone to check us out here uh, on the Internet at www.hookmagazine.com. Uh, click on the merchandise link. Uh, and you can purchase both magazines there. Uh, you can look at on Facebook. Uh, I've got a group page for Facebook, uh, of course, a personal page. You know, the world can see uh Instagram. Uh, Instagram is at the Hook Magazine, and then I've got a Instagram for Pro Calling Magazine, which is simply Pro Calling Mag. And uh, those are the things that I hit the hardest. Um, and just uh, like to share, I show photos of travels and unique stuff I see along the way. In addition to the the tractors and the people that I meet. So, thanks for thanks for letting me share that.
3: Appreciate it, Brian. Thank you for the time. Yep.
2: All right. We'll see you tomorrow, Brian. Yeah. We'll see you. All righty, sir. Have a good night. Good night. Once again, thank you, Brian Lively, tuning in. Exciting weekend going on in Gordyville. Well, Charles, I think we need to uh, kind of wrap her up for the night. Definitely a long show for us, but a lot of good stuff put forth. Yes, sir. I uh, hope you found something uh, that you can latch on to and
3: listen to tonight. Um, thanks again to Ed Shoebridge and Brian Levy for joining us, uh, Nick Meyer and Life Media Studios for the uh,
2: engineering props that he, he puts behind us. Yep. Given us this is a great facility i do have my oh, pleasure oh, thank you sir and you know what charles i did have noticed something truck guys don't worry we are gonna get to you soon yeah just a lot going on with tractors right now we aren't forgetting you we want to get into what's going on with 262530 street legal work stock everything don't worry We're gonna get you guys soon enough. In
3: fact, you're probably gonna have one of your own in my chair in fourteen days.
2: Yep, two weeks for those of you who aren't good at math, because this guy obviously isn't for a banker. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Once again, my name's Andrew Armstead. I'm Charles Posh. Good night.